0: hello everybody welcome to the overflow podcast my name is julian this is sister kim hi everybody so this has been a very busy summer i'm sorry that we haven't been able to post as much but we're gonna talk about just how busy we've been this year um (laughs) It is summertime here at In the Lighthouse Church. It is summer break here at the Estrada Household. So we have <laughs> just a ton of stuff going on. So we're going to talk about that today. Just some of the busyness we do and the rewards of doing it. So thank you so much for joining us today. And welcome to The Overflow. The
1: overflow. Hi, everybody.
0: And again, welcome to the Overflow Podcast. I am so glad that you guys are joining us today. This is a lot of fun. Of course, we are honored that you spent time to listen to us today. Um, But we're going to talk about some of the busyness, uh, summer activities here in Yeshada's home, the participation that we have here in the Lighthouse Church. And things have just been wildly Mm -hmm busy but it is fun though it is rewarding it is a blessing to be busy to to be a part of the kingdom of god but to start off the summer um, i did uh, get in i got in an accident at work so usually my summer consists of a very busy summer at work because i am a fireman which means summertime means it's hot it means it gets dry, which means there's a lot of fires. So I'm usually on a ton of fires all summer long. But this summer for the month of June, well, I was home. Yes. So what happened at work, uh, just because I can't just drop you with it. I was in an accident and not tell you about it. <laughs> I was basically, um, so I worked in, I work in the city of Bloomington. I was on a call where there was a traffic accident on the 10 freeway. After getting out of the fire engine, and about three minutes later, the back of our fire engine got hit full speed by a semi-truck. Luckily, we were all out of the engine because it did some major damage. It tossed our engine probably about 20 feet from impact. And But I was outside, but I was at the bumper. So we quickly jumped over the side. We avoid being hit by the semi-truck or the fire engine. And we got another, as I was trying to make my distance, I fell into a water drainage that runs along the 10 freeway. That fall was probably about seven feet. I landed on my hands and knees. Initially, I thought I was okay, but I ended up busting some of the water pockets that are in your knee. It swelled up. It, like, doubled up in size.
1: It was huge.
0: <laughs> and uh, it, I thought initially, again, I thought I was Okay. Thank God there was no breaks or tears, but just uh, just some basically like a big bruising going on. My whole knee was purple for a while too, and sore. And- but the, so I just had to do some physical therapy, motion um, every day, ice every day, and it was better. Uh, but I was home for about a month and a half, so that started off. That happened June third. So
1: <laughs> start the summer, and I think Aubrey's kindergarten graduation was like. A week before. Like so we just started summer.
0: We just started summer. So it was nice to be home with the kids during the summer, but we still had a bunch of things going on. Also,
1: I'm just gonna tap in. We have never had him home that long. So we like to say this joke that we saw each other more when we were just dating before, you know, he was into his career. And even when we had kids, like we've gone through three pregnancies. And even for paternity leave, he's never been home that long. Yeah,
0: paternity leave has been about two, maybe three weeks long. I don't think three weeks. I, mean, I think it was one,
1: maybe one and a half.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, it was short. <laughs> so we. we <laughs> so were, this
1: was definitely a treat. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was nice to be home. But we still had a bunch of stuff going on. Um, one of the first activities we did is we had junior camp. Now, we could sit here and we could talk about how exciting Junior Camp was, but that would be like its own podcast in itself. So we're going to talk about it in a nutshell because um, we don't want to bore you guys, even though it's exciting. It's just it's long. So Junior Camp, it's a week long. Um, It goes Monday through Friday, but we're there Sunday. Then we leave Friday afternoon once cleanup is all done and all the kids are off site. But it's it's a lot of prep that goes into it. I mean, Brother Philip, I can't believe how much work he does by himself. He does a ton. I know. We... I think
1: this was the first year I told him, Oh, it was for the children's seminar and I said, Oh yeah, yeah. How did you do this alone? Yeah, the children <laughs> like why why did you do this alone? He's like, I don't even know. Yeah.
0: Children's <laughs> seminar was back in March though, just Just to clarify. But the junior camp, though, I mean, he has quite a cool team. He has people who do snack bar, registration. He has people who do activities, people who break up in lessons. He has a guest evangelist who comes and does the work. But he builds props all week. He has people painting props. He's getting stuff ready. There's a lot, a lot of prep that goes into junior camp. And then besides just helping prep for junior camp to make sure that these kids have a lot of fun – Um, We have to make sure our home is ready. We have to make sure our kids are packed up. We have all their necessary stuff. Aiden was a camper, so we need to make sure that he's good and ready to go and to be in his cabin. Uh, We need to make sure we're ready. Our cabin's ready. You know, we brought coffee. We Uh, brought... I
1: brought the best cold brew.
0: That was a... And and that stuff... now, that's not just a luxury; it's a necessity. We need <laughs> especially
1: coffee. at junior camp.
0: Yes, because we're we're so ran like we're just we're busy, 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 and it's it's a blessing. But you're physically you get very tired. Yes. Um, the some of the other things at junior camp. Uh, so we did the activities. So we made sure that um, that uh, so we did the day activities, which we got. Bounce houses. We got. It was a wrecking ball arena this year uh, that we got for the bounce house. We had interactive games. One was axe throwing, where it was like a like a inflatable axe thing, and it had like a target that you try to hit it had a uh
1: dunk tank a
0: dunk tank we had a four connect basketball hoop thing it was a ton of fun we had a really cool reptile show that came out. that thing was
1: so awesome they had like snakes and lizards turtles and a tarantula which oh yeah but we did it (laughs) now i feel
0: like you know all those things are really fun and they're honestly they're not that hard to do like as far as you know we we planned it we we made the phone calls and stuff but all it is is a phone call you get the reservation you make sure you're good and they show up at the time that we find out you know a little bit of follow-up here and there but it's not as far it's not like a ton of work but i mean we do have to do some digging and trying to come up with some creative ways to have fun and that's you know what our job is so that's what we did <laughs> so and then the, oh and also night activities we make sure that there's activities at night now uh one of the things too though I know I'm kind of rambling junior camp and just some of the things we did really fast, but uh, Kim does the crafts. So you had to prep for crafts every single day.
1: So this is all on top of our luggage, top of our bedding, on top of our very, very needed coffee bar. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we did, we took the crafts on top of taking bus kids, on top of taking um some of the activities obviously not the ones that got delivered but everything takes some kind of material yes. we even we didn't do too many it was kind of a trial run this year but we sh- uh hung up like string backyard lights yeah, over was... one of the tables for the nighttime and that was really neat i know we'll, i think we'll do a little bit more next year
0: yes now junior camp was exhausting it was tiring it was a lot of work but we had some really cool things happen 25 kids got the Holy Ghost that week, and that is why we do it. Yes. Um, That is good. Those 25 kids will never forget that week. Um, They may forget the cool snake show, to be honest, (laughs) and that's fine, but they'll never forget getting the Holy Ghost. No. Um, There was also three of our kids from our church get the Holy Ghost. Three of our bus kids got the Holy Ghost, and that is really exciting because I – Push and push and push, and try to get as many bus kids as we can. And and we know not everyone could go. Not all bus kids, honestly, are suitable to go. And I don't mean that just bus kids, but church kids aren't. Some church kids aren't suitable to go either. And I'm not, you know, try to do that, erase that stigma, of church kid, bus kid. But just so everyone knows what I'm talking about, there's not everyone's fit for junior camp. So we don't take every single kid that rides our bus to junior camp. But the kids that got to go this year three and then of them there's
1: ages and there's, there's just you know some of them uh some they have kids, to be able to take direction and stuff like that
0: they need to be able to be away from their parents for a week mm-hmm, it's absolutely. a long time and be able to you know follow direction as you said so <laughs> but the uh
1: that's just the reality of just, children's ministry yeah, right there so,
0: <laughs> you know but the these the kids they got to go it was a ton of fun and the kids got the Holy Ghost. We're working on them getting baptized still. And in Jesus' name, hopefully that happens soon. Um, but I, I, I remember on that last night, and we were just talking about the amount of kids that got the Holy Ghost, the kids from our church. And another uh, is actually Ray Munoz from Redlands. He told me, like, this is why we do it. This is why we put in the effort. This is why we really, like, hit that struggle bus every single weekend to get the kids to come and they get the Holy Ghost. That is why. Because we are changing. Like God did a work in their life and we are we can see generations changed from that moment. Um
1: I guess we could touch a little bit on maybe maybe but um so our older kid and we're not going to name any names but he has been coming. I think they said for probably like ten years. Yeah. He was really little. Now he's a preteen, you know, and he um, he went last year yeah. Yeah, and did. didn't really make any connections. Kind of just hung out by himself and you know stayed away from the altar. Well, this year he made friends with some um, some other teen or preteen boys, and they connected. They're kind of rowdy. They kind of have the same humor um well these boys are raised in church and they go up to the altar you know this is what this is why you come this is what you do it for and so they all went together as a group started praying i uh, know brother julian kind of approached him and asked you know do you want the holy ghost and he said yeah and he gets the holy ghost yep
0: he just let god have his way and you know he again it's coming for 10 years that's a long time and like finally mm. you know we were whatever happened that night it broke through and he got the holy ghost and he got it um the other two kids i got the holy Ghost. they've been riding the bus for the last three years i think it's what it is started 2019 maybe so, yeah. 2019 yeah. so so they started coming back in 2019 and they got the holy ghost and you know and the boy he he was kind of he wants to be that cool kid yeah he, he, wants, he's, so he he's 10
1: um you know he's a neighborhood kid and they just they live a different lifestyle of when you think you should be a man and yeah. He's only 10, you know. Yeah. But cool story, and I get really excited. Everyone always jokes he's one of, like, my babies on the route. <laughs> but, like, this is this is huge. This is such a big deal. And our junior counselors, like, we had the best staff, down to our junior counselors, down to our kitchen staff. Like, we had um, – one of our minister's wives from another church and she stepped in this year and just kind of rocked it also. And yeah. everyone's like, we will bring you back next year. Like she just filled in all of those holes that we didn't have staff wise. But back to the junior counselors.
0: By the way, that's sister Walker. <laughs> just so you guys know that's sister Walker from uh, second chance church in New UK. Yeah. She's she awesome.
1: did such a good job just helping, you know, and she just, she just jumped in wherever that was needed. Um, but our junior counselors, one of them was kind of seeing, you know, our, our 10 year old, um, Sunday school kid. And he's like, I don't know. God keeps telling me to pray with him. So he kind of approached him and, you know, the boy kind of shut him down. Well, then he tells his friend, who's another junior counselor, like, I think we need to pray with him and I don't know what it is. So he's like, sure. So his friend is extremely sold out. He prays, he jumps, he like unashamed to the fullest. So he walks up to him, and he's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> and they're just kind of talking. He's like, so, you know, like, do you know about this? And he's telling me that he got down to, like, heaven and hell just right there. Like, look, like, you need to go to heaven. <laughs> and so he asked him, like, do you want do you want to pray for the Holy Ghost? And he's like, how about we go outside? And he's like, he was telling me this story later, and he said, I just feel he didn't want to be in there, which is completely, you know, normal for a little kid. But He's like, well, I'll only go if my friend comes. Yeah. And so and these they have been bouncing back and forth getting, you know, like talked to here and there all week already. So he's like, sure, bring your friend, bring all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes them outside. They start praying. His friend is crying. He's crying. Uh, I think my husband was there first and they're praying. He gets the Holy Ghost. And then I get tapped later. um, So I get to go out there. We're praying with him. Then other people from the routes come. And it's this huge circle outside of the sanctuary. Nobody is, or he's not in there. He's not in there with the minister. He's not at the altar. He is nowhere (laughs) where you're assuming these kids should pray, which was just so wild. He's outside. He's praying. He's speaking in tongues. And... Service is over at this point. Kids are outside. They're running. They have their flashlights. They have glow sticks. They're playing. You know, you can hear the guns from laser tag, and he's still praying. You know, and it it was so amazing, and it was kind of funny because um, brother Julian kind of tapped me and he's like, "Hey, maybe you should ask him." At this point, you know, like I'm I'm right there with him, and
0: because it was starting to get cold, like I was like, "It's cold." It's there's distracting. Kids, there's <laughs> running around. And he's getting hit by <laughs> with flashlights, like in his face and stuff. I just thought like let's take him inside uh, you you know know. let's
1: just make him safe and i just i was so mama bear at that point i'm like no because once once he's tapped like hey do you want to go inside like it's over she knew
0: best she knew him a little better than i did (laughs) i guess
1: So so all i did was he you could tell he got a little tired and this is almost like kids ministry 101 is let the kids sit (laughs) <laughs> you know like it's okay to sit so we sat down right there on the steps there was still you know some people around us praying then it ended up I think everyone kind of filtered out and it was just me and him and we're praying and we talked a little bit after when he was finally done it was one of those experiences where I'm like this could never end and it would be so wonderful and he's praying and crying still and we talked a little bit about the feeling we talked about him getting baptized and so we're working on that. So that that's just that's parents and availability and all of that too. But it was it, it was worth it. That's why we're tired.
0: Yes, it was. It was actually at that moment when Ray was telling me like, "This is why we do it. This is why." And he was the last kid of our three kids. I got the Holy Ghost that night when he got the Holy Ghost. He was the last one, and you know it was just like kind of just like it was. Again, we were physically mentally we were just tired it was a lot and um but at the end of the week when kids start to get the Holy Ghost and we had 25 kids going home changed and reborn in the spirit like that's what it's all about that is what it's about right there at that moment to see kids you know we're changing generations we're changing whatever it may be but they would never forget that experience they you know, they, again, like I said, they may forget that there was a dunk tank and there's a wrecking ball. I mean, maybe they won't forget that. But at the same time, they will never forget that they got the Holy Ghost on that day. Yeah. Then, once that junior camp was done, well, we decided to <laughs> let's go to another junior camp. <laughs> we decided to go to Camp West. Camp West is in Northern California in Monterey. It is so basically junior camp that we went to first is SCC Southern California Commission. This one's in Northern California. Uh, we uh, like the San Jose area, Sacramento's a couple hours out. It's Monterey, so you, wherever that's at, I don't know the area very well, but it's right next to the beach.
1: It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful
0: weather when our way up there. We drove up the one. It was. Bordious. And we
1: actually got lost it was on not. this little country mountain road. Okay, it wasn't lost. But our GPS took us through that wasn't I fell asleep.
0: <laughs> I fell asleep. I woke up and I'm looking around, reading the freeways. I'm all, I don't remember seeing this on our GPS. Anymore. It
1: really just, there was a fork and it just directed me to it the just, right. And I guess I should have been on the left.
0: I don't know. But either way, we got there. It was
1: so beautiful was actually, though. Yeah, so we
0: went through like... Oroville Grande, Pismo Beach—we got to see all that. It was really nice. The kids—they loved seeing the water too, so they had a great time. Let's go in that way. But Camp West—it's uh, our first time ever going. Yeah, uh, I never went as a child. I never went as a youth. Um, so we were asked to do the morning devotions and the activities. So um, the activities were. Um, Basically, like we came up with some ideas. We sent them to the lads. They go, um, they're in charge of the junior camp.
1: They are and the ones we have a previous podcast with them. Yes. Um, Joey and Angel Lad. And that too invited us up.
0: Yeah. And so they invited us. They wanted us to help. And we said, absolutely, let's go. And we just sent them some ideas. Now, because of the distance and us having to transport everything, they were nice enough to grab most of the, like, the basically what we'll need to do the day activities and we went up and just basically help facilitate and make sure that the activities roll out it was a it was a lot of fun we had a lot different because again our camp it's in the mountains that camp is like next to the beach um, and
1: it's at a fairground, so and, yeah, when we go to SCC, it's like, bring the worst clothes you can, because you're in dirt and mud and you're bugs. You're hiking. <laughs> and, yeah. and we go there, and I'm like, what? Some it's, of it's, the senior girls are wearing heels, because it's just a flat, just flat. pavement.
0: <laughs> yeah, And but it was really nice, and it was different in a way, too, where like all the boys on one dorm, all the girls on one dorm, and I got to be a boy counselor, and I got to sleep with, was it like 50 boys,
1: 60 something. boys, something like that? I guess the girls had double or something like that. I don't know. It was a lot. We had a much bigger, much bigger room.
0: It was all those boys in one room. Oh, my. (laughs) So the smell, it was stuck on me forever. (laughs) No, it was, but it was a lot of fun. My first time actually being a counselor, I've never stayed with the kids before. Usually I, at junior camp, the ones we go to, we kind of have our own just because me, Kim, and my kids but I got to be a counselor this time, and it was cool. Like I brought a bunk beds, a bunk cot that me and Aiden shared, and that was kind of like a, the talk. <laughs> Everyone really loved that thing. Um,
1: we actually only have that because there's five of us in a tent when we just go camping yeah. with our own family, <laughs> and so it's
0: just to make more room. While we brought it, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And Aiden wanted to. Make, I asked him, "Hey, do you want to build it as a, a bunk bed, or do you want to build it like side by side and you can go sleep with your friends?" I think he liked the idea of sleeping on the top bunk. So he's like, oh, let's do it as a bunk bed. And I said, okay, all right, sounds good. So, but everyone loved that thing. They thought, that, man, that thing's cool. Where'd you buy that? <laughs> but, uh, the, um, Camp West, so the activities during the day, we did like a major uh, slip and slide, which was a great idea that I'm going to use in the future at our church. We had um, a. Um, we did like a tug award, which is actually really crazy. Cause I've never seen like about 20 versus 20 or 30 versus 30 kids. And they, this is little kids and they tore that rope, literally <laughs> snapped it. You can see it online. They have like an official camp West Instagram and, and they the video ha-
1: is on there. It is hilarious. I
0: was first, I'm glad no one got hurt. And two, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen this is brand new. I mean, literally brand new rope, and they snapped it. But all kinds of like games, like a what do they call it? Like yard skis, oh, happy sack races. Funniest. Okay,
1: we have yard skis. We do them here. It's so where there's kind of three. There's two long strips that you're kind of walking on. You have to do it at the same time to get it to move, right? oh these kids were so funny i laughed so hard that my stomach was sore like yeah. they're trying to figure it out some of the younger kids um didn't know like they're left right cause yeah they're, they're so young it was the best it was it made my whole day that day yeah,
0: it was so much fun and uh we did the morning devotions so uh this is my first time ever doing like consistently morning devotions every single day usually i help like plug in but they were like, all right you're doing the morning devotions like are you willing to do that i said yes let's do it that sounds like a great time and it was i had a ton of fun doing it but i just want to say like the behind the scenes stuff it's a lot of work you got to go to the store you got to make sure you have your object lessons and because you're traveling i don't i i didn't know exactly where monterey fairgrounds was so i don't know how close i would be to another store Um, but I was like I gotta make sure I have everything packed I had to make sure I compile a list have my lessons written out and there's a lot of prep to it but at the end of the week Brother Bohannon uh, doing the night services did a fantastic job Uh, me doing the morning devotions by the end of the week we had 11 kids get the Holy Ghost so neat I think about 5 of them got the Holy Ghost during the day 6 of them got the Holy Ghost at night and again another junior camp basically back to back (laughs) we're tired we're exhausted again we went as a family it wasn't just like oh just we went as a couple and we kept the kids home with in-laws no we all went (laughs) and but at the end of the week 11 kids got the holy ghost kids that you know that are having that don't usually push at their home church are willing to open up at these junior camps Junior camp is so important because we bring basically, you know, for those who may be familiar with the PEAT conference. It's a big youth conference that they used to do in Tulsa, but now they do in Houston, Texas. Um, That conference is life changing, it is uh, powerful. The spirit of God, the music, the preaching. But what we do as junior counselors, you know, we try to make sure that we bring that same experience. To junior camp because these kids may never get to go to peak they may also never for the record we
1: have not been to peak as a family and i personally have not been to peak um i think you guys know a little bit if you listen to previous ones or just know it but i'm not from the wpf so we didn't have a peak conference um i know brother julian has been there and just a side note i think this was our first year aside from being like newlywed and then having you know really small babies and it being hard this was the first year we both felt like we should have been there. We okay, wish we could have gone, <laughs> which we would have went with Bible quizzing. If anything, it didn't work out this year, um, but it's just it's considered yeah. to go and just help out wherever they. Just
0: is. another summer activity to do, you know, because we don't have anything to do during the summer. So,
1: <laughs> but also like I know he's joking, but we love to be available. Yeah, there is a need. Just ask.
0: Speaking of being available, just for whatever. I mean. Right after I got hurt, I was able to help drive the youth to Youth Connect. Youth Connect is an annual service that they do around June time for the youth in Chula Vista. And, you know, they, they needed someone to drive. We, you know, we don't have that many commercial drivers in the Lighthouse Church. You know, some of the men are working on their medical and stuff, and we had things happen. But that's okay. They're, they're working. They're going to be available to drive again. But they asked me, like, can you drive? And I said, yeah, let's go. One, Brother Cornelius Realms was going to be there. He did a fantastic job. Preached basically the best sermons I've ever heard on hide-and-seek. Hide-and-seek, the old school game of one person hiding, one person seeking. And he talked about hiding on the first day, seeking on the second day. It was great. Um, but we got a drive on the first night. We didn't go the second night. Just... But the first night we drove them down there. I mean, we drive down the Chula Vista. We get out of service by like eleven. We have dinner by twelve, or or we're on the road by twelve. We're home by two ish. You know, it's you know, and it's a lot. You know, we take us and we take our three kids. You know, so we got little ones. You know, that are up late that night, and it's it could be it's very tiring. But I mean, we're we don't just drive and then not participate. We're in the altar with the youth. We're seeing them pray. We're seeing them see God. And we go and we basically get in the trenches with them <laughs> and we pray with them and we try to encourage them because those are difficult years, you know, and uh, we try to just be available.
1: And we love them. We have such an amazing youth group and yes. the barriers do such an amazing job. And I think being available for the barriers and whatever they need is kind of our goal. Sometimes just, to be there to help to pour out our heart for them and that's why it doesn't actually bother us like
0: in the least no (laughs) but our summer is not over we still got other things that are coming up next week we got vacation bible school vbs starting next week so this weekend is starting the actual so we're doing the drama part Uh, sister Alex Flores has assigned us to doing the drama storytelling and That started last year. I mean we've helped the last few years, but this year we got asked to do the storytelling and So we're in charge of that making sure we recruit people to help making sure we have a good team we put together some type of skit that talks about the story of whatever the story of the day is and again It's not, a lot of time. you just see things at the surface. There's a lot of things behind the scenes. Making sure we have costumes. We get together and practice. So this Saturday is our first practice. We start Wednesday. And then every single night afterwards, we'll be basically doing some type of practice for the following day. It's a ton of fun, but it is, I remember we had some pretty late nights. Yes,
1: we're tired. It was was really neat though. We had such a good team. They're dedicated. We're like, we're sleepy, but we're practicing. It's just. You know, what? So and,
0: and I'm not, it's not a competition, but last year we were, Sister Alex was telling us that we were talked about a lot, like in a good mm-hmm. way. And we were complimented a lot. And that's the goal. We, if the parents and the adults are like, I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do. It's like, okay, we're doing something right. Yes. You know, we're just, we're making it fun and exciting.
1: And that just goes on any kind of, I mean, we just talk about kids ministry, but anything you do, do it to the best of your ability. Exactly. Don't go in there half-hearted. Don't go in there, you know, even though we're, you know, you're sleepy or hungry or whatever it may be, like still put your all into it. And yeah. I think that was like the biggest beauty of last year was our team. Even though we were tired and hungry and needed a snack, you know, um, we were ready for it. Yeah.
0: So And uh, we were getting text messages yesterday from Brother Philip, making sure that we're going to summit. He's going to plug us into the Kingdom Kids at summit that's in pigeon forge tennessee if you've never been to summit you gotta go if you have kids th- go to summit have a great time in church and your kids will be blessed in this kid's uh services that they have yeah it is a ton of fun it is a night theme The uh, cast that shows up and helps they do a great job i shouldn't call them cast that sounds funny <laughs> but the 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 children's minister that show up and they come and they help and they teach and they do whatever part they can they do a fantastic job and it it's a ton of fun um and then the if if you get to participate in the services like you know you're you're not a part of the actual kids services the preaching at night are awesome mm-hmm. I gotta to go to the morning devotions or not devotions the morning breakout sessions
1: yeah I guess they'd be breakout I
0: got to sit in classes with mother Nathaniel Urshin brother Johnny King uh, brother Nathaniel Wilson um, and I decided one with brother Philip and they talked about you know preparing for ministry how to do children's ministry how to evangelism in your city the the uh, the art of preaching. Those, I mean, it's almost a year ago now and I'm still like just so excited about sitting in those. And I can't, I'm excited to see what they're going to do mm-hmm. this year. And again, it's so much fun. It's a great time and it's a great family vacation. That's kind of like Summit is the end of summer for us. When yes. we go to Summit, <laughs> we know it's back to school and life. and Just the, you know, that routine, so that is our last big thing of summer that's coming up, but I want to add in that I know we mentioned like a few big things, but there's a lot of stuff that we do every single week is Sunday school, bus preparing for the greeting team. Uh, we're working on uh, my wife is working on starting a ladies' Bible study that's going to be every single Sunday like basically during Sunday school time and the ladies that come and ride the bus, you know, um, they, they want, they have questions and they want to sit down. They want to be able to sit and talk and do one-on-one and they're going to start a ladies Bible study every single Sunday for, uh, these women that come, it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, it's going to be really good and impactful. Some of these kids, some of these ladies got the Holy ghost. Some of them do not. Some of them got the Holy ghost, but have been baptized, you know? So, Looking and expecting God to do great things in that class, um you know, so i mean i I could sit here and just talk about things that we do, things that keep us busy, and that this the point of this is not just to talk about you know the busyness of church and how busy we are, and look at us blah blah blah, no, that's not what it's about. The reason why I'm doing this is because. if I could just plug in we are busy for church we also I mean we have work we have life we're busy with stuff like that if I could say I just worked 120 hours straight this week but I still am going to do the best I can for the church because the work of God has eternal effects on people what we did at junior camp what we were able to talk talk to these kids and they get the Holy Ghost and 25 of them getting the Holy Ghost at SCC junior camp, 11 of them getting the Holy Ghost at Monterey kids being impacted at youth connect kids that are going to be impacted at VBS coming up kids that we're going to touch and pray for. And God's going to do a work and fill with the Holy Ghost at summit. They, these are all those events are fun, but there is eternal effects that happen with them. And you know, I can't just quit my job And just become, you know, and just do, you know, these events. But I do make myself available. I'm home. I'm going to be available if there's something going on. I want to be there. I want to be able to help for God to be able to use me. And because, again, the eternal, the eternal is what we're going for. I want to see people get to heaven. I I don't really care about, you know, my job, I do my best. I do everything I can. But I'm not just a fireman. And that is not just who I am. Well, who I am is I am God's kid. And I have to do his work.
1: Also, I know he's talking a little bit about, you know, the little things. And there's a lot of other things you have to do. So not only do you do you want to be available, do you want to learn how to make you know, a balloon arch, do you wanna learn how to be a Sunday school teacher? But you need to pray and fast before that. And there's study time that you have to do. It's not just you show up Sunday morning and you so he's talking about, you know, the ladies' Bible study, but you don't just show up. You don't show up and think, Oh look, I'm just gonna teach you and we're gonna talk and I'm gonna stand in front of you. No, like that is that is not what it is. There is, you know, prayer time. There is study time i took um and this is just talking about preparation you know um have a good prayer life pray every day if you absolutely can there's one thing that on top of running out doing these errands doing all these things um i just pushed for it It was something i had been praying about but this is within our home to where every day my kids set aside 10 15 20 minutes and they find a spot to pray now my older son has the holy ghost he's about to be eight he can he can pray he can find a spot Uh, my girls were learning we're in the learning stages and it's you know trying to figure out how do i instruct them how do i show them but also how do i get them in a routine and so this is on top of all of these things that we're doing i had a friend share with me one time and she had this dream she's a kids minister and She is talking about this dream she had and just all these other things of, you know, um, ministers talking in her ear at the altar and things like that. And basically what it came down to was God telling her, don't forget the kids. And talking obviously about kids ministry in general, but also talking about your own kids. My kids would not enjoy it if I was just dragging them around. There has to be a point where you can include them and they get it for themselves. I mean, it, it's almost so exciting when my eight-year-old says, you know, he'll talk about skateboards and motorcycles, but then he's like, I want to be a bus driver when I get older. Like, that is why we do it. Yes. You know, you pass things on to the next generation. And there's just there's a lot of things you have to do in the, in the meantime, I guess. You know, if you have an appointment at one and you have an appointment at four, what are you doing in between? how are you prepping are you praying are you talking with god are you keeping your pastor in the loop and all of those things is how you keep going i had a friend share with us one time and they said she may have mentioned it um sister leah thomas and she had asked an elder you know how did you basically in a nutshell how did you accomplish so much and how are you still doing it and the advice they gave and there's a lot more to the story but it was just don't stop
0: just don't stop
1: is what he said now i'm going to touch on that a little bit only because you don't just go and run yourself ragged okay that that is also not biblical god tells us when to eat when to rest you know and you do have to avoid burnout we're human but all of these things we do you have to be prayed up you have to set aside time to pray to just talk with god maybe just meditate in his presence whatever it may be but you have to find time to do that also
0: Yeah. So whether you're single or married, (coughs) married with no kids, married with children, or maybe you're an elder and you're listening and you're just reminiscing on what we're doing. I mean, if you're single and if you're not, if you're not involved, get involved, do something. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, like a pulpit ministry. It could be just start cleaning the toilets. Just be available, you know, be around, um, when there when there's a need answer, I mean, it could be as simple as picking up chairs, or um,
1: wiping down the windows. Yeah, wiping
0: down the windows, you know, and it's things you don't need to really even ask to do. You could clean the church. No one's gonna get mad at you. <laughs> so, you could find a broom, and even though it may not be your cleaning week, just do something. Who like no one's gonna get angry at you for for doing whatever you want it to be and in the
1: bigger picture this is how it all functions this is how the church can run any event you know one thing we just had also um we went and bus kind of tagged in with with the youth group and it's called national night out and it's you know we made (laughs) so many animal balloons um and this is just for me and this is us talking to you guys about how how we do things as a family now um I always say, like, I solo parent a lot. My husband has a different kind of job where he can be gone for five days. Well, we had this event, and I told him, like, I'm planning my day. I'm going to have a coffee so I have energy to get there. And, you know, I walk my kids around for a little bit, and then I come back, and we're talking to people. We're making balloons. We're trying to make a connection, like, hey, here's our flyer. Here's our information. We'd love to see you. Um, Talking and meeting You know, moms, which would be someone I can personally connect with, and that's why I can reach for them. Uh, The kids, and we're doing all these things, and then I'm still, you know, having to take my kids to the restroom and then come back, or they wanted a snow cone and then come back. But these are all of those activities that are just, it was a smaller activity, and we're kind of just in the middle of it, and I, we, prayed we ate (laughs) you know and we took our time but we got there and then it was done
0: and you know and it's and I know we're talking about like the busyness of summer and it's not like well then your kids didn't get to have fun no, they have had a blast all summer long. They went to two junior camps. <laughs> I know it's a lot of work for us adults, but they had a blast. Mm-hmm. They had a ton of fun. They made
1: friends. They made
0: friends, and they, you know, and um, I think
1: that's one thing. Just as a side note, and as a mom, I really pray that my kids find these forever friends.
0: And I know, like, you may think, like, like if you have kids, it's like, well, like, that's too much. It's too tiring. That's you guys are crazy. No, it's almost crazy to not want to do it. It is not crazy to do it, it's a crazy it's crazy to not want to because yeah. you we will have people out there who they put their kids in sports and or whatever extracurricular activities and they don't care. They will put they will do whatever it takes to make sure little Johnny gets at his baseball game, basketball game, football game, whatever it may be. And we our kids Being raised, doing the kingdom of God, doing the work of God, being busy—you may there's no—it's not. You don't need to feel sorry for them because this is all they're going to know, and this is all they're going to enjoy, and they're going to see the blessings of doing it. It is a—it you need to worry when you're not involved because the more you're not involved, the more you're going to be isolated. You're going to, and that—that is where the devil gets you.
1: That's why you feel like you don't fit in, or your kids feel like they're different.
0: You know the uh, our pastor talks about a lion a lion when it's when it hunts for its prey, which the devil is described as a roaring lion seeking who he may be devour when it when a lion looks for its prey, it looks for the zebra and the zebra is black and white, which uh z- lions don't see color they just see black and white so when they see a zebra. They have a hard time picking it out but it's even harder when it's bunched with other zebras so when they see a bunch of zebras bunched together all they see is this huge basically this huge massive zebra that they know they they don't know where to go they don't know where to attack but once a zebra is isolated that's when they could target it in and go and attack it and it could it could go and attack its prey well the devil works the same way if we're not busy and involved, you start to become disconnected. You start to become isolated. You're no longer your roots aren't getting deep like how it should be. Your kids are starting to become separated. Well, that's when the devil starts picking apart your family. It starts taking. You know, it'll start biting here, biting there Before you know it, bitterness, whatever it may be, comes in the heart. It starts to separate you more. Before you know it, you're in a place where you never thought you would be. The more you're in, the more you're involved, the more busy you are. I mean, I would rather be busy in the summer than to be bored during the summer and letting idle hands be the devil playground. Yeah. So, idleness is, you know, again, I mean, we could go on for a long time about just how important it is to be busy. All the apostles, when they were found, they were busy. They were doing something. And we need to be the same way in the work of the kingdom. And, again, this is an eternal matter you we we prayed for kids we saw kids get the holy ghost but let's say you're you're like well i'm not a sunday school teacher but can you help set up chairs for this room yes you helped prep the rooms you gave the kids a, spe- a spot to go sit and now we were able to effectively work a little better because of your help like my, my whole point is don't ever belittle what you're going to do it is every uh, like but you know talked about the poor little widow who only gave two mites like god said she gave more because she only had less if whatever you give just give it a hundred percent and god will use you
1: and those little things do matter you know if you come in like you said picking up chairs we just did a family day uh which we also help we do activities for family day and it's just kind of giving you know the church and our guests something to do well at the end of the night You know, a lot of the youth boys will still be there. And the more youth boys that come and help, the faster the tables and chairs get put away so that the kitchen crew can, you know, mop and sweep and, you know, whatever. And it seems so little and it was five minutes of their time, 10 minutes of their time, and it's done. But it was such a huge impact, you know. So don't ever think, oh, man, if I'm not in the spotlight or I'm not a main teacher. No, like whatever it is you're doing, Just do it at your best.
0: Yeah, so the Overflow podcast is about the work of God, being busy, and the blessings that come from it. We are so blessed for, you know, this summer. God has been good to us. Uh, We, again, seen the benefits and the blessings and kids getting the Holy Ghost. That's what it's all about. So I hope that this podcast has encouraged you to maybe do more, be more involved. Uh, Just to see God's kingdom go forward. So thank you so much for spending time with us today. We appreciate you. God bless and have a great day.
1: God bless.